Get into Gates. This is episode 111. We are talking Stargate SG1. The full Get Into Gates team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me as always, we've got Matty, Yow. Brendan, Hello. and Reese. Yeah, good day, guys. We are Get Into Gate. Three Stargate veterans introducing a newbie to the show. Reese is that newbie watching each episode for the very first time, giving us a look through some fresh eyes while Matty, Brendan, and I talk about the show then. And now we are here to talk about the season finale of season five with. I won't say we've recovered fully from last week with uh, with Meridian, but we're here anyway for revelations. Before we get into it, we'll just uh, throw back to the synopsis of the episode and see what this one's about, and then throw it over to Reese and see what he thought of the season finale. Still dealing with the death of one of their own, SG-1 must put its mourning aside in order to confront the warlord Anubis, who has captured the Asgard leader Thor so he can extract the secrets of their ancient technology for universe domination. Wait. I think I did something wrong. What have you done? I read the Bible passage from Revelation. Oh, Matty, we spoke to, about this. We were supposed to w- watch an episode of Stargate. You had we? to reread that. I know that <laughs> off by heart. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I've fully moved on oh, from look, Meridian. <laughs> How right. dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Daniel. I was angry at Carter for being so sad in this one. Oh. Get thought, over it. God, Jesus. I thought, you'd be, I thought you'd be angry at, I thought you'd be angry <laughs> at the fact that play. losing Daniel means we lose Thor as well. Yeah, look, at, at the start when they come and said, oh, Thor's dead. Yeah. I, I was so angry when that happened. I was, I was like, that is such a cheap See, death. Like, like, Thor just better he, than Daniel. Just cause, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Name me someone who doesn't. In the, in your, in the Stargate um, battle yeah. on Facebook at the moment, if Thor and Daniel come up together... I think they will. Thor, Thor will uh, Thor will win. You've heard it here Ooh. first, ladies and gentlemen. No, he won't. Place your bets. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> but I know who you're voting for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Thor will win in my house. Um, but yeah, Ashley, I was like, I was like <laughs> vote for Thor. You go on Facebook. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was like, oh, that's a that's a really cheap death for Thor. I'm I'm super angry at that. Like just because um, Michael Shanks has left the show, they're like, oh, let's just kill him off. Not, yeah. No goodbye, no nothing. Mm. Um, but then mm. obviously, yeah, they got me when they're like, oh, nice. Hey. Thor's back. Oh, he's dead. Doc Fraser said, well, no, 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 he's not dead. But now he's just in a coma Doc forever. He's in a, he's in a coma forever now. Yeah. Would have been a nice like bookend to this season where you kill off Apophis in the most anticlimactic way. Tanith was, what do we say? He was like a an afterthought visual mm. effect yeah, that they just yeah, lay yeah. it in. And then you get <laughs> Thor. It's like, and he died in the battle that you never saw. It's like, yeah. You guys in season five, yeah, yeah. but yeah, they, it's like, oh no, even what, I mean, was was Freya even aware of this, or was it literally like they thought he had like she obviously thought it was died? It was. I'm just thinking the Asgard are always like Obi Wan, like from a certain point of view, what yeah. we're telling you mm. is the truth. Um, no, I, th- I think Freya just thought because the ship was destroyed mm. that Thor was dead. I don't yeah. think Freya thought that the guild would have any reason to take Thor yeah. captive or that they could because mm. I guess they weren't aware she of wasn't, Anubis, yeah. Anubis. She wasn't like Nick Furying the situation about Coulson and being like, yeah, dead. Better motivation for you to go mm. and rescue uh, Heimdall. Darth Vader killed your father. My favourite bit about Frere was that not not only the first CGI Asgard that we've seen mm. walking down the gate, but Carter goes, Frere! I'm like, how the hell would you know? Which Asgard that was? I don't was. mean to be racist, yeah, no, but how do you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no, later no, we find racist. out there's a good reason why you wouldn't know. Yeah, that's true. Clones. Mm. Mm. So I, that's actually one. I thing. recognize that crutch mound anywhere. That's <laughs> Frere. <laughs> so are they clones? We obviously later we find it. Heimdall tells us they're clones. So mm. are they clones of themselves, or are they all the same cell? Same body with different yeah. consciousness. Yeah. Well, like, I guess you could go either way because obviously the, the the Asgard puppet does evolve from like through the seasons. Like they don't have the little webbed fingers anymore, like they did in the fifth race and that kind of stuff. Mm. So I guess you could argue one way that yes, there there's slightly different versions of clones out there. Yeah. Some or, of them yeah, don't I mean, look real. They are, as I said, clones of clones. Mm. So. They'd have to be, I mean, surely there'd only be a certain amount. Of, they'd pick the best ones and then go clone that. Because as it deteriorates more, they'd be like, all right, get rid of that one. We can't clone it. Mm. Pick a better one and then clone that. Mm. Yeah, I just I just wonder. They never. It, there's never an answer for that. No, but. but I guess it also does give a little bit of legitimacy to the fact when you, later on you've got Heimdall as a completely CGI 
um, Asgard looking at Thor the puppet. Mm, and it's clearly yeah. a difference. I mean, it's not a lot, but there's clearly a difference between mm. the two of them. And, like, Heimdall looked good. Like, Heimdall looked, looked great. Pretty good. Like, even though, like, you always got to think the mouth is the hardest thing to do and sit. Like, here we are, what, nearly 20 years on, and you throw a Marvel $200 million budget into a oh, film. Give me Batman vs. Superman. Put oh, that boy. mouth on there. Justice League or. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Justice yeah, League? Yeah, yeah. But they just can't, you can't what? do it. You can't, you I can, was not interested you, in either. No. You cannot move a human mouth even still. They haven't figured no. out how to do that. And mm. yet that, I mean, I know it's an alien, but still, when you go from a puppet, which is like right side open up, left side open up, like the way, the weird mm. way that Thor speaks, like, yeah, Heimdall looked really good. Yeah. But I, I kind of appreciated the fact that they didn't just like yo to this situation. It's like, just because we can, we will, you know, and CGI'd him as well. Mm. It's like, no, 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 we kind of respect that he's got the puppet look good. <laughs> that was the origins approach. Just because we can, we will. Yeah. <laughs> Why yes. not? Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember, oh, it might have been a cartoon actually, but they had a um, an alien and the alien would talk, but wouldn't move its mouth. And then they'd be like, oh, why don't you you move your mouth when you speak to us? Oh, because if I did, you wouldn't understand my language. So then that was their excuse for having like a puppet, but not not having to move its mouth so it didn't look weird. So mm. what, it was like talking to them telepathically or something? Yeah, like it made it made noises, but it didn't have to move its <laughs> mouth. Plus you could understand it perfectly. I can't yes. remember what show that was, but... I really like seeing what the Agra. Asgard <laughs> used to look like. They said, you know, 30,000 years ago, this is a lost ship yeah. and this is one of our ancestors. And I'm like, cool, it's not like you're pretending you were once human looking, but mm. a lot more. You know, you're, you're yeah. between an Asgard current and a human now. But yeah, I'm like, okay, so I was asking myself kind of the same question. Are you copying what your old body was and you're just copying that body and then you're copying that copy of the body? Or is it, yeah, just the one printing of, of one clone and everyone sharing the same thing. Yeah. And then it just had me starting to think, I'm like, we've seen the prequel to this, Multiplicity with Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never copy a copy, yeah. basically, you yeah. know, because yeah. then you get Thieve. So, uh, great <laughs> film, by the way, though. Fantastic. Yeah. But that's, I think that's essentially what he was saying, right? Like, they they only had that clone and they only just, um, they only just found that, that, yeah, like a month ago or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, that new body. The pilot. Or the, from the ancestor. The, Why didn't yeah. they just clone that? It was the only one that was preserved. Yeah, it'd be an interesting yeah. test to make, surely. Yeah, but just, like that wouldn't that be your first go? Just yeah. like clone that and see if we can just yeah. yeah then they got to they, then they got to build their ships even bigger because otherwise they'll be bumping their heads. <laughs> they're walking through doorways. I got to sit I'll on that toilet. You know, it'll be that be that whole you know this the sit stand desk raising desk hadn't been invented yet, guys. So there's gonna be there'd be issues all over the place. Yeah, be scale they wouldn't issues like the everywhere. yellow ones anymore. Cause no. it's a different tongue. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, they got me. They uh, they said it, they found it. Uh, Heimdall said they found it six months ago. And yeah. that, that really struck out to me. Maybe because I, I I turn away from the screen for a second. I was listening. Six months. I'm like, what months? What do, what do months mean to you? Yeah. For us, that's half a circuit around the sun. Mm. But yeah. are you speaking like purely human lingo for us? So, like, are you doing mm. us a favor? Or is it your months? What Do you call them months? Yeah. And what is six months? Is that like 17 years human time? Or yeah. is that 18 minutes? Like, I just don't know. That's I just the issue that I had in the knocks when Daniel was was telling him how... How, much, yes. how long an hour is and I'm like how does he know what an, a, how long a minute is mm-hmm. like you don't know yeah you yeah, didn't tons, say this is how long a minute is one mm. two three you just went yeah minutes hours I was literally and- watching an episode of um, Voltron the legendary defender on Netflix the other day and one of the early episodes actually approaches like addresses that fact where there's the humans and they're meeting up with the aliens and they're like oh one tick or whatever it was and they're like what's a tick is that like a second and then literally two characters pull out like their versions of a stopwatch oh really because even their seconds are slightly different like oh I think yours might be longer no I think are we winning is that and they're literally trying to figure out that's cool I like the whole thing because it's like their second is longer than our second it's it's quite interesting for a, like mm-hmm. a kids cartoon just the way that this episode seemed to flow it's very unlike I think any season finale we've seen before whether they be uh, a a, a singular episode or a part one, you know, which we're going to pay off uh, in the next season. And I'm thinking, okay, so they clearly know, but even just the way that it wraps up, you know, where uh, they get into the elevator and, you know, the big, the, the, the um, malfunction in the air conditioning, mm-hmm. uh, as Teal puts it, where it's, you know, oh, yeah, it's, it's just Jackson ghost farting on them. It's <laughs> something like that, right? <laughs> which is obviously what you get, you come to learn, even though he's been very um, absent from the, <laughs> absent from the whole morning of Daniel, Jack, has that little smirk like, oh, there's there's the hope that I needed or hope that yeah. I hoped was there. 
and I'm like, that. this isn't like this big finale. Like when we've been saying for most of season five, this show was done. They were cleaning up shop. They were killing off bad guys, killing off allies and setting up uh, Anubis to be this big bad. They were going to probably pay off in a TV film or anything. So quite clearly, I think here more than any other season, they've known they're coming back next year mm. because it, it was a very... I don't mean this because I didn't enjoy it at all, but it was a very nothing season finale, I think, compared to every other year where it wasn't this big finish. There was obviously the idea of Thor dying and, you know, they were you know, hiding from um, old love Jackson's girlfriend, but they didn't hit the very final seconds of that season finale like a cliffhanger. This could be, yeah, cliffhanger, or this could be the season finale we're wrapping mm. up in, in a little bow. Well, yeah. it was also where they um, they switch networks. So this is this this was the last episode to air yeah. on Showtime before they moved over to Sci-Fi. And the other thing as well is this actually was shot before Meridian. So Meridian was actually the last episode the crew shot for the season. Mm. So it's like if you think about, um, especially the scene where you know Carter and Tilk are in the in the ship and Carter's trying to deal with her emotions. Mm. As an actress, Amanda Tapping hadn't filmed any of the Meridian stuff yet, so she didn't actually know. She'd seen parts of the script, mm. but didn't know how she was going to play that yet. So this all had to come before that, right. which yeah. um, which would, which I think is why she was probably a little bit more snippy, like Rich was saying before. She was probably a little bit more snippy than she should have been. I think um, the thing that annoyed me the most about this was Freya came and said, I need you to go and rescue the do mount a rescue mission and find all this research. Yeah. Why? Oh, because we don't have ships. So Colonel O'Neill's like, yeah, we'll do it. And then they get this cargo ship. And I'm pretty sure that's the one from Summit and the Last Stand that, that we stole off Lord Yu. But we won't have yeah. it for long. We <laughs> we never have cargo ships for long. Yeah, but wasn't the that the one is- we then took? We then took that one on the asteroid. That, yeah. was the, that was the same one. That's the same. That's this yeah, one. Same yeah, same one. That's so yeah, one. I guess the last time we saw it was yeah on the asteroid, us getting saved by the mm. Tokra. So so the reason I say that is because all right, so we do the mount mount the rescue, and then once we finish it all, three Asgard motherships rock up mm. right at the end, and I'm like, oh, that was convenient. Yeah, just to just save our escape. So like, why didn't why didn't you guys just come and beam everyone up, and it wouldn't have been an issue at all? They were obviously tied up. They they gave them what an extra day or so. What would you call that? Twenty four hours in going in there, mounting that rescue. I guess, yeah, I guess. And then um, that Osiris that managed to break in before that, didn't she? Mm. Yeah, that was yeah. I. That's all I bought it as. It's just we were just buying time. Yeah, the Asgard just weren't be able to get there in time. And if you think about it, if SG one hadn't intervened, that yeah, they probably would have gotten down and gotten Heimdall mm. before before the Asgard would have shown yeah. up. So they could have taken Heimdall, buggered off. I mean, they still managed to beam Carter out. Uh, when she was being exercised Attacked, by Osiris. Yeah. Mm. And when she told, at that point, when she told Osiris, hey, Daniel's dead, yeah. Osiris got what? a little bit emotional over that, eh? Mm. Like, yeah, I was waiting for, what what's the host's name? Sarah. 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 I was actually waiting for like your wife's name. Your wife's name? (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of it. I don't. I don't draw parallel between my wife and evil bitches. I'm so sorry. So uh, I I don't. I don't even see that, mate. She's an innocent victim. Well, again, I don't draw any parallels between my wife and an innocent victim. (laughs) Make sure when you're at home editing this, this one's up nice and loud so Sarah can hear it. Uh, That's Mitch speaking, Sarah. That's Mitchell speaking. (laughs) When you listen to me edit, Um, yeah, I was actually waiting for just that like flicker where you you know you know that the host survives you know there's mm, something that the yeah, host survives yeah. and for that emotional strain to be just enough for her to take back control even for a second but no she you know went and used the hand device yeah. again and then old love gets rescued so. what i thought was a nice touch is that osiris is still rocking the silver ribbon so that hand device is the one that she got on earth mm. um in that little period before she's she escaped right and obviously was like no, I don't need one of the new fancy gold ones everyone else has got i'll just rock my old school silver one and i'm just like that's she a nice have one well, she's working for Anubis now. He's got all the cool toys. He's got all the old school toys, mate. He hasn't been around for a thousand bloody years. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no he he's can got like... all new. He's got new tech. Yeah, he can. He's got the round spiky ball to shove in Thor's face. <laughs> yeah, and he's got all these <laughs> all these powerful weapons that yeah. he's applied yeah. to the good shields, ships, shields, and weapons and like. Oh, of that stuff. was something. Thor's ship at the start was shooting like torpedo things, not beams. Did you notice that? Because later, Asgard's are yeah. all about beams. They're just shooting like <laughs> long beams. <laughs> no more torpedoes. Oh, they must have to upgrade their technology, obviously, because... Yeah, Anubis. obviously. I think they they've fired pulses in the past, so maybe it's just a... Mm. When that happened, when, when Thor shot at him and then 
didn't work, I was like, oh shit, they're fucked. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Mm. What are they going to do? They can't, they can't attack them. They got nothing. Yeah. It is weird, actually. So just on the torpedo thing, like as, as some kind of a, a projectile of sorts and not like this laser beam or whatever. When isn't that what they credited the Tauri with by when we're, we're yeah, right. like no, defeating the replicators? I they saw go, it more as well, a... we never thought about a projectile type weapon like with, you know, obviously shotgun pellets. I didn't think of it as that. I thought it was like a, an energy pulse. Mm. Yeah, like, like, a, like an like electrocurrent. Like a pulse sort of. pistol from um, I was really gate. hoping it would yeah. be some kind of like torpedo thing that, you know... Um, uh, oh. J- uh, Jango Fett uses in Attack of the Clones. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Maybe I was thinking more really photon cool torpedo, but oh yes, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's that's that? Is that is that like a proton torpedo or similar? I mean, proton torpedoes can take it the the Death Star, mate. Yeah. So so Asgard <laughs> haven't had sex for a thousand years, right? Oh, well, they probably God. have, but they just probably can't longer. procreate. No wonder their technology is so advanced. They got nothing else to do. It's actually a wonder <laughs> that they're not like I don't know, a little bit more upbeat when they can just be rooting around. Yeah. But they don't even know? have tails to reverse Ultron. So how, what do they no, do? No, just yeah. they'll just be clam smashing. Well, yeah, just be like. <laughs> I mean that's no fun for anybody. Dirty aliens. So Reese, our new uh, our new go to uh, uh, Asgard Heimdall. What do you think? Um, yeah, look, prefer Thor to be honest. Prefer Thor. Mm. So there's nothing nothing you like about Heimdall. Did did Heimdall seem familiar mm-hmm. to you at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just the gap. Bit weird. <laughs> very annoying. Um, that's interesting. Very. Um, <laughs> Short. Couldn't couldn't <laughs> couldn't stand him. Um, in places was where it a he him? has no right to be. This is was it a him? It was a him. Yeah, no, I know that Doc Fraser was Oh, him, okay. But, um, there you go. That's, yeah. that's where I was heading. Yes, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw it um yeah, I saw it on the opening credits. I'm yeah. like, yeah, what? She um she also did the motion capture. So basically, um she was walking around on set with basically with the T shirt with like a, a Thor like an Asgard head on her chest, and that was what everyone had to talk to in the scenes. I'm no, kind of glad we it's didn't. It's fine. We I'm, don't see Heimdall again. It's I'm kind of glad we life. didn't have like a full blown funeral for Daniel, and like putting the wreath through well, the Stargate. We're not even sure if he's mm. dead. Mm. But come on, sir. I like that little. I like that moment between them two, uh, Who two? Hammond and Carter. Yeah, that was good. Where she was sniffing that book and he caught her. <laughs> what are you doing? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> this is look. I mean, yeah. this is. Weird. The yeah. door was open. Judgment free, but what, seriously, what, seriously, what, what are you were doing? you doing? And then, yeah, he sort of come in and was like, yeah, you know, she's like, yeah, but you don't understand. Like, what do we do? And he's like, look, I've been here before, love. You know, yeah. like I've lost, the, I lost the, my, my my best friend in in Nam, and you know, yeah. blah blah blah. Like, you so just got to learn to live with it. We can't no, all give our dying fathers it. to the Tokra so they live longer. Yeah, some of us have yeah. to experience death. Yeah, I like that. I, I liked it because it was. In, in a way, it was kind of telling her, like, well, you know, this is what you signed up for when you joined the military. Like, mm. you can't just pick and choose and be upset and mm. expect everyone to yeah. feel a certain way. Like, this is the job. This shit's going to happen. you got to move on. Yeah, how do you think SG-11 feel? <laughs> Every f***ing week. They don't feel anything, mate, because they're dead. <laughs> uh, apparently, yeah. The... We didn't have memorial services for them. Any of them. Any of them. <laughs> Apparently the fans were a bit, at the time, were a bit critical of um, Richard Dennison and saying, oh, look, he, he's p- playing it too cold. And he basically retorted with what you just said. He's like, O'Neill is a is a seasoned professional. Yeah. Like, he's he's experienced loss before. This he is, knows the deal. This is nothing yeah, different plus, to him. Yeah, and plus, you know, I, th- I reckon that's hard done by because Jack was with Daniel when he saw him go through the gate. So for him, he's just off in the stars with Omar. Yeah, but plus, ev- everyone saw the big giant light just rise up out of the out of the bed. Yeah, that's true. And go through. Like, O'Neill's the only one that had a conversation with yeah. him. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, he, he said his goodbye in a way. So mm. I think... At the same time, he'd be pretty... His emotions would be pretty cut off after he, the whole... You know, Kowalski after he lost his son. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, but, but like, seriously, Reece, since Reece then... goes to son and you go to Kowalski, like, that was the greatest loss in O'Neill's <laughs> life. Well, Kowalski was, was the losing Kowalski. Yeah, let's be like, honest. There's <laughs> old mate from... Um, At least I got my old the, mate the Kowalski game, around. Oh, no. Oh, the no. gamekeeper guy and then oh, yeah. this. <laughs> but, yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I think he played it perfectly. He's like, he's like, okay, you know, obviously he was, he was dealing with the fact, okay, Daniel's going to die, but then... He sort of got, yeah, got that goodbye that he would have never gotten with any other yeah, teammate other friend, or soldier or closure. anyone in his life. So he's like, shit, you know. Plus, that's cool. And then Daniel farted on him as a ghost. So he's like, oh, hey, there he, there he is. I, I again. think my one of my favorite kind of shots is where they 
do a close up of O'Neill and he's re- he's putting together his weapon, and mm. it's just like it's almost a nothing scene, but you can tell that you know like there's a little cough there, yeah. mm. which I like, and I'm like this so, his performance in that scene is so yeah. subtle, mm. like you compare theater actors who have to be so over the top, and then if you're on the small screen, especially you have to be so small. But just deliver it. Mm. You have to nail yeah. it every time. Mm. I just love that little scene. He just coughs, then reloads it, and then looks. Yeah, just internalizing everything. Just yeah. taking a moment yeah. to kind of. And I, take I was stock. I was watching it with subtitles, and and they actually had cough in brackets come up <laughs> when he did it, <laughs> and I'm like, that almost made it more important to me. And I'm like, oh, that was yeah. it wasn't it was it wasn't like they had okay, we got one take to get this, Richard. <coughs> Can't print it anyway. <laughs> Oh, damn it. Can we mute it? No, he's still got the voice. Sees oh, mouth move. God damn it. I'm totally lost. Um, yeah, but the uh, it was still an emotional scene with Carter. I liked the way Tilk handled it as well. Because he was just yeah. like, this is this is like awesome, Carter. You don't know how good he's got it. Yeah. In a way. What you're saying is very offensive. Yeah. Daniel Jackson has ascended to a higher plane of existence. Many Jafar have dedicated their lives to achieving such a goal. So I'm supposed to celebrate? It is a great accomplishment. We were a team, Teal'c. No one can even begin to understand what we went through together, what we mean to each other. So maybe Daniel has achieved something of great cosmic significance. I don't know. And to be honest with you right now, I don't really care. I'd rather have him back. That's what I... That's my favorite part. Teal, you can hear just that slight crack in his voice. Tear and I. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I liked about Tilk's line was that, hey, you know, like this is what us Jafar, this is what we live for, is to go to a higher place and blah blah. Mm. blah. And she's and she's like, yeah, well, I call bullshit. And he goes, look, I get it. Like, you know, I don't want him to die either, but have a look at it from perspective. Like, yeah, this is what happened. You got to yeah. deal with it. Find a way to deal with it. Don't just sit there and whinge about it. Especially you know? from Tilk, he's like, my people have been dreaming to get to Keb, which we found out that place is a f- death trap. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel's actually ascended <laughs> to something real, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. So. I, th- I kind of feel bad for Carter anyway because she had to be the audience in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the she was the emotion of of like, why aren't these guys like being sad? Yeah, and I think. Which, I don't think um I don't think they overdid it. I think it was good. Not so much a risk, but I think at the same time the fact that she's not the only but the key female mm. in the show. And and many episodes the only female character in the show and that she has to be the emotional one. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people say, "Oh, that's unfair, you know, that's being sexist that we are a woman's overly emotional, all the guys, you know, can handle it properly or don't care." But they've set up her character for 5 seasons now as not being the cliché woman in the group or in the show or anything so mm. it it didn't just fall back on that cliche yeah, or anything no. like that like it, it i feel like her reaction to it was earned based on everything she said but like yeah you probably just felt that way because yeah, well, everyone I mean, else was, tr- was dealing with it in their own of way the yeah. other three that were left in being sort of hammond o'neill and teal it's like well hammond and o'neill are much more Seasoned. experienced yeah. military officers than carter is um so they've experienced a lot more you know, death in the field and loss. So they're handling it their way. And Tilk's from a whole other planet. Mm. Like, and what we were just saying culturally, like he would love to to be where Daniel is. Mm. You yeah. know, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure Carter's experienced a lot as well. Like, I mean, she's a major. She has. She's not just some rookie. I think it's just her, obviously being. She's and as you said, Mitch has been throughout the last five seasons. She's she has got a strong vulnerable side as well as a masculine side. She can obviously handle herself in a world full of men, but also she does give a shit, which we've seen with Cassandra and that sort Mm. of thing. But I think it, yeah, it didn't, it it wasn't, it didn't go astray that she did Mm. have that vulnerable side and, and, and she, she cares about caring and she does, she does actually. And she didn't feel like she had to hide it. She didn't feel like she had to hide her vulnerable side around all these men. She was quite happy openly being like, why aren't you being more emotional? Our best friend is dead. Theoretically dead. I just wanted Tilk at the end to be like, "Uh, Carter, if you died, Daniel wouldn't give a f***. Like, <laughs> like seriously, Shanks would be like, "Yeah, cool." He'd try and get his ex misses in on yeah. the team. <laughs> Just be like, "I don't know why you're so emotional." He wouldn't be this emotional, and he's the bitch of the group. Yeah, <laughs> I did like Carter's lone little sort of passive aggressive line where she's like, "Mentioned, oh yeah, they might see us for a moment as we come out of cloak and and 
<laughs> O'Neill's pushing it, and he's like, "How much?" She's like, "Not a lot." Why did you mention it? I'm yeah. like, "I'm getting to wish I hadn't mentioned <laughs> yeah. it." Like that's so not Carter, but that's like her just little passive aggressive way of saying. I'm dealing with issues. You guys yeah. aren't. Yeah. I don't like you right now, but yeah. I need you. Like, I still love you, but you're annoying the shit out of me right now because I need someone to grieve with. Mm. And like at the start of that, <laughs> Tilk's like, are you, what's up, Carter? And she's like, nothing. And he's like, are you still grieving, Daniel? Yes, I am. Of course I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb question. <laughs> I like the little um, um Trojan horse way of them getting onto the ship. Like at the same time, it was sort of like they, they wanted to get to that, but then they had to write themselves into like a matter of like, oh, this is just convenience. Like we get there and Heimdall's able to communicate with him, project someone in there to talk to him, able to completely scan the entire ship and see different <laughs> yeah. types of life forms and be able to track and, you know, video game people out of the situation through the hallways, but we can't beam him out because of shields. Um, <laughs> yeah. So how do we get in? And I'm like, oh, okay, let's just like, you can do everything except for the one thing that you need to do. Mm. But oh, that's I like, like an idea. Irish like, isn't it? Well, yeah, get maybe, yeah, radio, the, yeah, and radio all that yeah. sort of stuff. So, but uh, that was all right. I'm like, okay, cool. But then you get to the moment where it's like, well, Anubis is going to come here. They're going to need to ring him aboard. So they're going to have to yeah. like change the frequencies, keep the shields up, down the down the frequency to let him in. That's where we do it into another room. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yes, the fact that the ghoul is still able to detect, you know, an uh, yeah. unknown ring traveler um, onto their ship was like, okay, that's fine. But I like that they, yeah, Trojan horse their way in considering where they'd already written their, you know, boundaries or whatever. I thought that was kind of cool. But um, when but- um, the Asgard, like you were saying before, come in with those three ships and um, was it Frere that's, mm. that was like, oh, you know, these ships are way more. Do you, th- do you reckon that was a bluff? They just got three ships and they're like, this is much, these ships are much <laughs> stronger than the other one that you destroyed. <laughs> you know, attack us at your own peril. Yeah. I reckon that was fully a bluff. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't yeah. play poker like, with the Asgard. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's three, no there was three verse one. There's three verse one, and they were massive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'd I'd turn and run as well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but then after that, when they're like, okay, so that's it. We'll just shoot like, and run. Is that just see what yeah. happens? <laughs> just <laughs> back up as you shoot. <laughs> we we just we destroyed our O'Neill class cruisers. Meet our Tilk class cruisers. Yeah. <laughs> Here's three of them. Oh, that'd be got sick. cannons on the shoulders. Yeah. But it was funny too. Like obviously. The Anubis that we've had set up when he's not been on screen, and now that we have been introduced to him, which we've got to talk about as well. Oh, yeah. The fact that, yeah, Fred did show up and go, ha ha, we've got bigger weapons than last time. Sure, you shot the other one down, but don't even think about it this time, buddy. We <laughs> didn't get, like, an Anubis reaction. We didn't get his, like, minions looking around going, well, technically, oh, he geez. can't react, Mitch. Well, that's, uh, yes. <laughs> we, you know, oh, sir, you know, uh, my lord, we've, we better back off. It was just like, don't mess with us. And then a wide shot, and that ship just went, yeah, yeah. Ooh, we don't wormhole the shit out of that situation. We don't care. We've run out of ammo anyway. We're doing this because we want to. We've run if out they, of food. If they could, there would have been like a tire squeal of them just getting the yeah. out of there. Yeah. Well, that's like, yeah, that's they're supposed to be all powerful gods, mm. even in front of the Jafar. And yet, like when Osiris defeats Thor's ship at the start, she's like, finally, we'll never bow down to the Asgard, like in front of the yeah, entire. Yeah. Jafar leadership and yeah. I'm like mm. that's so weird like they're obviously looking at each other going oh so they were scared of the Asgard yeah. oh okay that's, mm. that's where I think when, once you get everyone. high yeah. enough like obviously we we come to understand that Teal'c had severe doubts about you know and we get that backstory where he was completely on board with the fact they're false gods but he had to work for Apophis because of the threats in his family blah 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 but it's almost like once they reach a certain part of the hierarchy within the Jafar and underneath their lords mm. they kind of know that it's bullshit but they're just sort of in on it yeah. whereas all their other minions like these guys are gods even though they're getting shot down all over the place and SG1 are like join us join the Jafar rebellion they're like they're gods we're not going to betray our gods like you we killed three last week, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. But then you get those guys where it's like, we're not going to bitch out to those Asgard anymore. You mean those three foot, like, rubber guys? Yeah. They were so mean to me last week, but now <laughs> yeah, we've got yeah. a big gun and a big guy. Because yeah. if they betray the gods, they won't go to Keb, mate. Yeah. It's the only reason. <laughs> They're still mm. dangling that carrot. He might, <laughs> he might not be a I god. I have the address right <laughs> here. <laughs> System Lord's like, you heard about Keb? Yeah, oh, hang on, he comes to Jafar. You want to go to Keb? Yeah, go and do my bidding. <laughs> Go and kill yourself for me. All right. <laughs> um, at the end, after they did that whole confrontation thing in the ships, and then um, O'Neill turns around, he's like, that's it? Like, it didn't even occur to me that 
they meant like that's the end of the series. Mm. Yeah. And then like that's it. Yeah, I guess that's it. All right, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty cool. Bit. I like so that. they uh they they went into the Adara system on the second planet and they land and Carter says it's 420 degrees Fahrenheit. So I've jumped on to conversiongut.com, oh, guys. It's been oh, a good. while. It's been awesome. a long time. <laughs> and what's that in sales? Some would, some would say still not long enough. But <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's up to you. 80% carbon dioxide, that's still the same in the metric. <laughs> but for 420 degrees Fahrenheit equals 215.5 degrees Celsius. Oh, man, I cook pizzas hotter than that. That's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you cook a pizza. I mean, you can't chill in oh, an oven, yeah. can you? Oh, but I mean, if a pizza oh, can, you could. A You'd pizza die, could survive. Pizza could yeah. survive two fifteen in at least twenty minutes. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah, but you cheese that much carbon dioxide. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's when they give that sort of information and, and, and a lead-in line of dialogue, and then they cut to O'Neill, and you're just like, "All right, come on." Like, it's like four hundred and whatever degrees Fahrenheit, and you're like, "He's going to say it's hot," and that's all he's going to say is hot. And then yeah. he goes, "He goes, hot." thanks for coming richard go hit craft services buddy thanks buddy thank you yeah it is always weird how i think in the next couple of episodes they talk in kilometers and kilometers an hour because they're flying around a lot Mm. but they Mm. still use the imperial system i noticed that really yeah yeah in a couple weeks we get to redemption it's yeah it's weird they're kind of jumping between the metric and imperial yeah uh they're still using the imperial for weight they say, yeah. oh, this particular thing weighs so many thousand pounds. Don't worry, yeah, I've jumped dis- on con- but conversion.com <laughs> later, so look But then we're travelling at distance. so many so many kilometres per hour, and it's like... Oh. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I that's... distance. In, in the Air Force, they have to have across the board in distance and, and yeah. speed and that sort of thing. Oh, okay. I just thought it was more because... Because obviously it's, it's filmed in uh, Canada where they're more on the metric system, mm. but it's an American TV show. Mm. So I thought, oh, if, if, you know, if they sit on an American TV show, oh, it's, you know, 3,000 kilograms, the American public are going to go, is that, is, that, mm. is that a lot? Is that... Well, that's what I'm just thinking, like, we're converting because obviously we're in Australia, we've got, you know, Canadian listeners, other people that use the same system we do, but we've also got a lot of American listeners as well. When you go, oh, 400 and whatever degrees Fahrenheit, and they're like, oh, wow, that, gee, that's really hot. And to us, we're like, what? We better convert yeah. this so it makes yeah. sense. And we say 215 degrees, they're like, okay, yeah, now this still, means nothing still real hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, way cooler. I went, fur- I went further on conversion.com because I, I was curious. So when the Americans always say, oh, man, it's like 100 degrees, I'm like, for us, that's... 40? F- yeah, it's about 37 degrees yeah. here. Oh, so that, was, so that's was, a Wednesday for it was, us. Yeah, yeah. It was Wednesday. Standard. You're kind of... At night. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping that yeah. And we generally max out, you know, 40, 42 is the highest we'll get. Maybe 45 if it's just a it was, dirty... It was, if you're in Ipswich, yeah. yeah. It was 52 in um, Central Australia. Go home. Day. <laughs> Go home, Australia. You're drunk. <laughs> there, there is actually... And this is no shit for people overseas. Um, there is... Um, Cities in Australia, or I say cities, let's call them little towns. towns that are built underground because it's too hot. Oh yeah, like what? Cooper Cooper Pedy Cooper Pedy underground Cooper Pedy. I think it's just a ditch with a tarpaulin. Luxury, yeah. Like we said, like we said, Cooper Pedy. Yeah, also no, actually, it's, just... it's legit underground. They they dig they dig down and the walls are built out of the ground around them. My dog used to do that. Walls. When it was really, really hot, my cardigan call, he used to go and he'd dig a hole and he'd lay his belly in it because oh, it yeah. was cooler. Mm. Well, yeah. d- just while we're, d- we're describing our wonderful country um, to our overseas <laughs> listeners, last week um, we we reached the peak of these awful floods in the northern part of our state and the northern part of our country. And uh, there were, and this sounds like made-up bullshit you tell when you, to foreigners when you're a tourist in their country mm. uh, there were crocodiles swimming through streets and going mm. into people like the houses streets like backyards front yards were were flooded with meters of water there were crocodiles swimming through people's front yards pet dogs going missing and i saw like Shit. memes online it's like tourists and they see literally crocodiles like swimming through shops yeah. and they're like yeah. time to get the f- out of australia yeah time uh, to bring the rock it's rampage time <laughs> <laughs> Time to drive down that big motorway that we call Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. The Bruce Highway. I saw Jump a picture Bruce, of a cow mate. stuck in a tree. A cow? <laughs> yes. Hashtag Stryer. 
we don't f*** around. It's like, no like, joke. like the, the, the water was up there and it got stuck in this tree. The water came down. Obviously, the cow yeah. was dead. Jump. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a bloody good beef jerky. On, I was say, so you saw beef in a, in a tree at that point. Hang on, you can't yeah. walk downstairs. No way you're getting down from that thing. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> actually, uh, just another thing. Well, late last year, we had a, we called it, it's like, it was like a terror, like, thing. I, I think a guy just ran around with like a machete in the street. It's hardly a terrorist attack, but yeah, it was an act of terror. It was Western terrifying. Western Sydney, mate. Yeah, Melbourne, let's just say it's an act of terror. We had a guy stop an act of terror with a shopping trolley. <laughs> yeah. That is not a word of a lie. Yeah, he, he was, was homeless. Too, he was man. homeless. And you know he ran what? out with a shopping trolley the, and just rammed into this guy waving a machete around in the street. You know what and happened? he's a national hero, but he doesn't have a house. We don't know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what happened to him? Two weeks later, he got arrested for holding up a servo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, a gas station. We can do a gas station. Oh, what a man. It went to his head. The fame went to his head. <laughs> well, people were just setting up like a fund me page for him to yeah. get him off the streets and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, he didn't yeah. get the money. He was oh, bloody he robbing oh, service no, stations. I didn't know about this. Did he rob it with the trolley? Oh, it turns out he didn't have a PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to set up a Patreon page. <laughs> Couldn't. He didn't have a funny way of listening for it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he didn't have a computer. If you want to jump on my trolley, you can uh, <laughs> go on a Patreon. He, he could have had that written on the front. Just push uh, it through town. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shopping cart for and- our US listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All he needed someone was front saying Revelations 314 or yeah. something like that on the front of his cart. That would have been great. Guys, I fucking love the rings. How we, we still use the rings. Yes, yeah. Like, it's so good. Cause they I haven't felt the need to change it yeah. at any level. I love I, it. I kind of... Yeah, I kind of wish they never went to the beaming technology. Obviously, they have to with the Asgard and stuff, but it's like I'd really like every race in the Stargate universe to have rings, and that's like our thing. Why? That'd mm. be fun. Just because like Star Trek's Star Trek's beaming. Right. And it's just like, it's, mm. you know, like the original movie, they didn't beam. They just went in the rings, and that was the cool thing about that. It was obviously it's the same thing, but it's just different. It's our own thing. I just wish like the Asgard had their version of rings and they'd need a platform instead of... Because later you just have these convenient storylines where, all right, everything's f***ed into the last second and they beam them out. And you're like, oh, boring. Yeah, Yeah, whereas it's like rings... Because you get a platform in there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is... Is yeah, it's like it's like rings is almost like the equivalent of the Stargate, and it's like you, once you get to that location, you can get out. Mm. Yeah, you have to the whole is you know tactical with retreat, whatever you need to do to mm. get to that like or hold the location, like back in Maternal Instinct where it was like we're going to go to Keb, but it's like you guys hold the Stargate because yeah. we need to be able to get out. So it's like yeah, when beaming technology becomes m- sort of more and more prolific, it's like mm. it is a bit of a Deus Ex Machina where it could just like we can just beam out if we need to. Yeah, mm. well you wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't even need to go to places if to to mount rescue missions you just beam them out yeah or to collect things and I know yeah. this is a different thing but it is, and it kind of makes sense for the character but look at like say Tony Stark in the Iron Man films and Avengers films like in the first movie like he had to That's go one. to his house sure to put, <laughs> I keep forgetting which is my one I, like, it's like, it's oh, you like three different it. universes it's like anytime I mention any kind of superhero or Star Wars like oh, that's one I'll roll with it I'll roll with or it Lord of the Rings Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings sure yeah. yeah yeah but that's just a personal here's a rule we're a f- recording a Star- Stargate <laughs> it's relate- you're right it's relatable content that's what Star Trek was but like like when in Iron Man two when he had that briefcase and like someone had to bring in the briefcase and then he had to still physically like put his hands in and unlock mm. it to put the suit on and that was when someone was already yeah. attacking him. It was like holy shit obviously he's gonna make it extra we're half into the film but yeah. extra peril and come Avengers Infinity War he's wearing a tiny little arc reactor on his chest that he taps and it's nanotech like he's got it within him and I know that's in the comics and whatever mm. but the fact that that character like used to have that peril because unless he got to his suit or the suit got to him Avengers he gets thrown off a tower and he calls it down with bracelets yeah. and it shoots. And it, it attaches around him, and that was f-ing amazing the first because he's buying that. time. He's, yeah, you know, he's buying time. Yeah, until that suit is ready. This one, it's just like, oh, I invented this between films. Oh, boom! It's always with me. It's always on me, and it re- and it regenerates. And you destroy some of it. There's always more nanobots, and it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, because I think it's actually called threat. like the bleeding bleeding edge armor, because it's literally the nanobots live in his body, mm. like they live in his bloodstream, mm. and. They come out when he wants to form the suit. So with with the rings, like, has it been a while since we saw? Him? I just saw him in this episode, and I'm like, oh, and I actually stopped and just really paid attention to like the the, the sound effects and the visual effects of it all. Just going, I would wow, say this maybe is really, like this is really cool to keep seeing this. The end of yeah. last season where we were beaming back and forward from Apophis' ship with yeah. the replicators mm. and Apophis, and yeah, because yeah, there yeah. was our our Hatak and his big Hatak and all that kind of stuff, mm. and we. 
yeah, bringing over to, to steal crystals the for the engines and, and fighting yeah. replicators and remember that cool sliding in right, yeah. right at the last uh, minute and like stuff like the, that. The tomb maybe was that this season? Yeah, yeah. they got out with in the tomb yeah. with that with rings. Did we but see yeah. the rings though? Or was yeah, it? when they blew, yeah. when they blew it up. Oh, yep. <coughs> and he, they rang, they ringed yeah, out. Yeah, we didn't see them in failsafe. Um, when they had to beam down the like bring down the um the nuke. We saw the tiny baby ones in in Summit and Last Stand that sort of ringed up the the Guauld buffet, mm. little buffet pool. Yeah, but I think the thing that annoys me the most when we go to the beaming technology is that you could be sitting in an X uh, in a uh, glider, <laughs> and that was a non-spoiler thing for Reese. <laughs> they're sitting in a glider and then they beam them out and then they're standing on the bridge. It's like what you were sitting down three seconds ago. Why mm. aren't you sitting on the bridge? Yeah, why don't you fall on your ass? I actually yeah. ran that moment where they first got... Um, where I think the way that Richard Dean Anderson's standing there, and I thought that he had his arms fully down when he got beamed to go into um, to see Heimdall. And because when he, he, he appears again, he's got his arms almost on his hips. And I'm like, hang yeah. on a second. Where's yeah. the continuity <laughs> editor? This yeah. is bullshit. <laughs> and I'm nearly I switching off right on now. Stand, just hit the rewind by 10 seconds. And... No, he was actually had like his right arm higher than his left arm. It was kind of on his hip. The other one was on his waist. <laughs> and then bang, when he reappeared in, in Heimdall's little science lab, exactly the same thing. And I'm like, continuity person, take the rest <laughs> of the day. Well done. Brilliant. Nice. Well, there was there was one thing they um they did miss though, which was um Carter's hologram. Which I loved. I love mm. Carter going I love the part where the guys walk through Carter and then like <laughs> Richard Anderson plays with her bum. Like just as he goes through, like he waves yeah, his hand yeah, yeah. through her bum, and then the part later on where she's um she's zatted in her location, and that kind of translates. You see oh, that yeah. in hologram, and then Tilt goes to Tilt catch goes the to hologram reach, yeah. as it goes out. As I'm a like, reflex, I'm yeah. like, that's really cool. Yeah, when she said, "Oh, someone's in here," I thought, "Get off the pedestal." Yeah, I'm like, just they, why, why aren't they <laughs> yeah. running and hiding? But she meant, yeah, obviously in the underground but bunker. There oh, is yeah. one moment just before because there's a moment where. O'Neill and Tilk are approaching a set of doors and they've got to get through to it. And then Carter kind of appears behind them. And Martin Wood, I think, was going to do it in one shot, but it ended up being two or three in the edit. And the sort of right-hand side, you can see Carter's knee where she's tucked down. And as the, as the <laughs> shot goes She's hiding behind the bulkhead. She's hiding behind the bulkhead, I think, because it was going to be a one where the camera was going to come around and she was just going to be standing there as a hologram. Yeah. So I was like, well, they did well with the other stuff, but they left Carter out to they dry. They should have cropped it. Yeah. The, the thing that I picked up, Maddie, I don't know if you'd noticed, but when in that same scene where Carter was the diversion, mm. the Jafar turned to her and then uh, Jack and Tilk start shooting. The lead Jafar in that group was the leader of the Lucian Alliance. Yeah, Mike um, Dopud. Do, Dopud? I don't know his name. Yeah. I was just like, He's not that <laughs> That <important>. guy. <laughs> from, um, from Stargate Universe. Yeah. And then he also right. he plays a different character in, I think, season nine or ten. Yeah, that's one. one as well. Yeah. So that was fun. Mm. And then, um, uh, nah, I won't be a spoiler for Reese. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I was just trying to think of how to, how to set it up. Um, back in the day, I it do was... love that because we did one bit on the socials about about that. We popped that up last yeah, week. I saw, I saw Not that to ruin it for Reese, but I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I want to go back through wanted... all our episodes and just cut out every time you've <laughs> said that. Because I don't actually understand that what that saying means now. Not to ruin anything for Reese, but <laughs> like <laughs> for what I thought it meant, it's not what you say. <laughs> it's just, I, I think it's think just it the way to let the listeners know, hey, I'm going to reference something, but yeah, I'm not going to tell but you But I'm not going to so drop everything. Use your, use your gonna, imaginations. I'm not going to drop a full load. Yeah. Um, just a so half a dump. the actor <laughs> on the run, <laughs> the actor personifying Anubis in this episode is David Palfi. He's the actor who played Sokar back in season two or whatever it was. Remember the bald guy, right, Sokar? Yeah. Same actor. So back when these episodes aired and people saw that, they actually thought that Anubis was Sokar back from the dead, and that's mm. why you can't see his face and he's risen from the dead or something like that and taken on the persona right. of Anubis. Oh, yeah. What did you think when so. they f- you first saw Anubis's well, oil, face oil, oil under his hood? I thought, oh, that's annoying. Mm. You can't see who it is. All right. That's about but it. What did you think? That was it. Yeah. You didn't think, what is that? Or just, ooh, Tilk. Oh, he's <laughs> wearing a mask. That's, what I, that's pretty much it. Yeah, okay. Didn't excite me. 
Mm. I was just like, yeah, because oh, they hit it. They the hit it. The way they ages, brought it around and, then, and zoomed in, it was a bit. Yeah, they they hit it for ages, and then there was this big reveal, and I'm like, what are you revealing exactly? Like, ooh, what is it? That's oh, he's different. He's he's not really doesn't like have a face. Great. Yeah. Oh, he, he looks really intimidating, not being able to emote. Well, that that was yeah. annoying for me because there's these as uh, Jack and Tilk are hiding in that scene, and then. Anubis's contingent comes through like he's full Jafar and then you finally see him like behind all his Jafar and he's short as f- like Is he's, he? He's mm. super short Napoleon. compared to his Jafar and I'm like wouldn't that be way better for him to be super tall like Darth Vader or the Nazgul and just be like super imposing mm. whereas yeah. this for me it was just like uh, he's short <laughs> he's, just, he's just the Emperor instead of Vader it's yeah. like damn it yeah, yeah. cloaked slow moving yeah, I want, I want something like more menacing. Mm. Well, I think I think what they're playing up is him being more of a sort of conniving intellectual threat than a physical threat. Because if you look at his Jafar as well, it's like the 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 Jafar that's working with Osiris is not your typical Jafar. Oh, He's not this big. No. He was like a guy who half-assed at cosplay. <laughs> Honestly, like oh, I, I had to rewind that scene too. And I'm like, really? Like that's yeah. when you think of where we came from. Not even in the film where they like, had a tilt. bigger budget. They picked up him from yeah. a con. Yeah, that's the thing. That's no Jaimin Honsu right there. Oh my god, yeah. no. He's a, with a and no more, um, no more silver swimming caps either. No, no, you can't afford mm. those unless you unless you break down. Unless you break Braytag's got like a full hat rack of yeah. those things. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will it be today? The one with or without the sideburns? <laughs> <laughs> I have a pimple there. I need to cover that up. I haven't shaved my head in a few weeks. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> oh, stations. Sorry, natural. Hey guys, it's Toasty. Toasty. How are you all? I don't know if you'll be playing this before or during or after you guys have seen Meridian, but this was the episode that still makes me cry to this day, as well as watching Sunday from Stargate Atlantis. Oh, yeah. In any case, I just wanted to say hello. Hey, Tasty. And, um... (laughs) That's pretty much it. (laughs) As you know, I am still planning a wedding. It's about 73 days or so now before the big day. And there's just so much going (laughs) on. I would love it if I could invite you all, but I can't. Uh, However, if you guys ever find yourselves in Indianapolis, let me know. We do have a fabulous view off our deck of a of the White River, and we are going to be building a dock as well, and probably getting a boat if my fiance has his way. Anyways, thanks so much for being the best podcasters out there regarding Stargate, and I hope the Gibson Brothers can put a new podcast episode soon, (laughs) since my fiance has been... Asking me for one. <laughs> so he's been re-listening as well with me and trying to catch up. He is currently at the fifth race right now. And he's been re-watching that, uh, actually, trying to make sure he's not missing anything. So thanks again, guys. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Bye. 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 No wonder you're marrying him. Oh, well, since we can't be at your wedding, Toasty, we will definitely have a drink in your honour on the day of your wedding with those wonderful um, Stargate shot glasses. Oh, oh yeah. Don't, don't make me drink bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Yuck. No, we'll do more tequila shots. I think we'll Ooh. be drinking Jack. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> yeah. See what you did, did there? there. Uh, yeah. I like you re-saying we were going to gate crash the wedding. Like, yeah. Oh, well, you know, and Toast, Dad jokes I wanted to bring oh, out a Gibson Brothers podcast, but Reese is... Too busy like working. I'm like, dude, let's get drunk. Yeah. Talk about like dicks and stuff. How, <laughs> so how <laughs> do they go with your respective wives where you say, Hey, I've got to get together with my brother to get drunk. It's for work. Yeah, they don't like it. Yeah, we leave no, out we leave out the <laughs> drunk part, obviously. We can say, Oh, well, we gotta record a podcast. Because you guys yeah. get so much more charming when you've had a few as well. You Thank you. Just oh yeah. What do you think I've been for so long? It's like, oh god, I keep loving you guys more and more. <laughs> They're lovable drunks. Yeah. I have this um, I have this um bad habit of pushing people's buttons because I think it's funny when I'm drunk. Yeah. Um, and even when I'm sober, I think it's funny. But the other people <laughs> that uh, that I'm whose buttons I'm pushing, they hate it. 
But um, I, I can even, vouch for that. As, yeah. as, as a victim of that, I can vouch for it. <laughs> which is even more hilarious. <laughs> victim, we're trying to include you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. Sorry, recipient. As, as a recipient. We only roast the ones we love. Uh, and hate as well. <laughs> roast everyone. Doesn't that write down for me? <laughs> Just saying, you know. Uh, so at the end, they said the Asgard have the upper hand over the rec- over the, over the replicators. Mm. Oh yeah, because just of the like, android, because of race. Yeah, it was just like part of, of you. The, it was yeah. You're welcome, guys. Lord, you. Uh, <laughs> 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 you're welcome, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought so. Wow. He's <laughs> more Korean. He's more Korean. That was not a Korean accent. That's all I'm oh, saying. Shit. Awful bad accent. <laughs> no, it was absolutely correct. <laughs> I was trying to do Christopher Walken. How, how come it's racist <laughs> if you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! But that, that was um, part of the like couple of couple of lines at the end where they're just like, "Okay, let's tie this together to, to move the, the storyline forward." Which was yeah, one of those lines. Asgard have the upper hand on the replicators. So yeah, that's just so they can not do replicate or replicators can be something different. Yeah. Or that's the reason why they could spare three ships. Yeah. Yeah, we got the upper hand. All good, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks for doing it all. We just beamed Reese's dead body over to the ship and they all freaked out, so we blew them up. (laughs) Hey, we killed your mum. What now? We killed your mum. Cop it. They're all tearing up. And uh, Asgard are forever in uh, Atari's debt. Oh, yeah. Because the rescue mission. So, that they didn't need the Atari for. No. Well, they did. But they didn't. Well, they didn't. You think we'd forever be in their debt after the last time we saved Thor? Yeah. Remember when we had him in, in that little um, floating bassinet where they pushed him yeah. through the gate? And well, the last time we stuff. saved them when Carter blew up their ship. Mm. Oh, look. Which I, was like I, a week later. Yeah. I think, you know, it's been give and take. I think they've saved us plenty of times. Mm. I just oh, yeah, the, line, the treaty. The treaty probably saved us. We'll be forever in your debt. And I was just waiting for like O'Neill to get, well, we could probably use that at some stage. Because even though you've said that, I have a feeling the next time they go, we need to get the Asgard. Yeah. The Asgard will be like, oh no, yeah. it is not yeah. within our ethics. Yeah. To Forever do in that. our debt. Remember that time we uh, we blew up that we like that sun went all like Nova, and we were trying to save those Amish people. Mind you, and you guys were like, nah. The people that pray to you, that's the kind of people we we're fucking with, and you yeah. still wouldn't come and do anything about it. Also, one of, one of your quote-unquote protected planets. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now that you're forever in our debt, can we just have some way to contact you? Mm. Yeah. yeah, right. The <laughs> Give us a bat phone for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, the Tolan yeah. gave us a walkie-talkie the day we met them. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, sure. Nareem wanted to come and f*** Carter, so it's like, oh, no, I, think, <laughs> I think they're ringing, I think they're ringing. Oh, God. Well, you got here really quick. I just dialed yeah. you. I know when I'm here. I never yeah. left. I'm not blinking. Can you tell? Yeah. He gives it to Carter, and she's like, oh, thanks. Gives it. She hands it to Daniel, and you can just hear Nareem's heartbreak. Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome, guys. That's for all of you. That's for all of you. <laughs> it's, for, it's, it's for anyone. It's anyone can call us, me. Anyone so. can call me. Anyone. Carter ever. actually beams him down. I'd like you to meet my boyfriend. Oh, God, why would you do this to me? <laughs> It's time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Five questions for Reese to far. Time will start 30 seconds at the end of this question. Okay. In the episode Revelations, mm. which actor was the voice of Heimdall? Uh, uh, Dr. Terrell Correct. How did Jack and Tilk break out of their prison cell? Uh, Thor got him out. Correct. What have the Asgard not been able to do for over a thousand oh, years? Root. Uh, well, procreate. Yeah, correct. What is the name of the system where the Asgard lab was located? Uh, Adara. Correct. Which Gwaul did Osiris send her motherships to defeat? You. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> you like didn't tell me if it was right or not. I'm like, is that ever got fine? Oh shit! I am fucking killing this, boys. Yeah. I think does that making the questions harder, Brendan? I didn't expect him to get the Adara system. Oh my god! I thought you were going to say Anara or yeah. something. Like, Anala. He's going to get close. Anala. Yeah. <laughs> Anala. I've been watching this episode for 20 years. I didn't know it was no. Anara. <laughs> Pay hey, attention, Maddie. <laughs> Next season, it's time to find out if Maddie's been paying attention. <laughs> oh, well, I don't want you to go. <laughs> Lincoln's at the gym friend. right now. 
pissed. Yeah. Like just You know what pissed. I asked him? I said, have you, been, um, have you listened to our latest podcast? And he's like, no, I, I'm actually a couple behind. Coincidentally, it was when Reese had won two in a row and he's just like, there's nothing mm, in this for me anymore. Yeah. So a bit of, bit of Stargate chatter. I can do that on the geek chat that we have between the five of us. He can only hear you fail and has Reese been paying attention on this podcast. And for that reason, you're letting him down. But mm. um, we congratulate you nonetheless. I can see that you don't care that you're letting him down. But uh, <laughs> you're now shit. I'm happy that I'm letting him down. I'm happy that I'm letting you all down. Yeah. All right, that's episode 111 of Get Into Gate. Wrapping up Revelations. That's episode 22 of season five. Wrapping up season five all oh, together. shit. We're Boom. done. Halfway. Officially. Done. Halfway. Yeah. I'm half a fan, finally. Half a fan. <laughs> We will be back next week, uh, but not to kick off season uh, six, as you may know, as we do at the end of every season. We're going to rank this, guys, and we're going to rank so oh, hard. Oh, I'm going to have week. such a big rank. Oh Just my god, I can't wait. Rank ourselves Just to pieces. A big group rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big yeah. group yeah. rank, all and then we in. might have a hairy mailbag empty. Oh. It's always, it's always <laughs> better when you rank it. Unprecedented. <laughs> Can we come in with a hairy mailbag and then have a group rank about it? Might as well. All Might right. As well. Let's um full hairy mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's put it down on a on a spreadsheet as well. Just sure, just mm. spread it. Just um yeah, let's document it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, you can check out all of season five, all of seasons one through five, plus specials oh of Get Into Gate. See what Reese has thought about the show since we forced him to get into it 111 episodes ago uh, on our Get Into Geek podcasting channels. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. We join a couple weeks ago and everything else in between. You can uh, catch us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keep up to date with the shenanigans that we get up to. Uh what let us let are. us know if we're not on something that you want us to be on. Yeah, which you guys have been excellent about so far. It's like, hey, um, we ask what, which are your favourite outlets to listen to. We might not list one. People let us know yeah. something that, in fairness, we haven't heard of because we don't use it and we've chucked it up on there. So yeah. Except that one guy who was like, hey, let's do that one thing. And we were like, no. Yeah, but that was illegal what he asked for. So <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that. Plus, you know, we're on YouTube now, so jump on and hit subscribe. Mm. It'll feel good for us. Worst thing about YouTube is that you can't, Put it uh, put it on in the background of your app. You can so, if you get YouTube Red. Yeah, you got to get premium. Which who the f- would do that? But again, then what's well, the someone point? who then thinks you- they're getting Red Tube. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> Spoken from experience, <laughs> I see. I, I mean- subscribe to Red Tube. <laughs> <laughs> but is it isn't it just the 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 like epitome of ridiculousness that it's like I'm going to go to YouTube, a site only used for videos so that I can play a video but then minimize it so I'm just listening to the video in the background. Done it plenty of times. God, well, yeah. no, because no sense. people do that for music. They go and yeah, people have music playlists on Vimeo YouTube. and all that jazz. That they don't have to pay for. Hey, but you can't, you M&M's, but that's not, what I mean, I'm to not get afraid. Red, you've got to pay. So to be able to actually minimize it and then play that, whereas like yeah. then you just go Where to like you Spotify just, yeah, or you'd iTunes. Yeah, get Spotify, exactly. Yeah. No, but you got to pay for Spotify. you got to pay for Red. Saying. yeah. You wouldn't get Reg Tube. <laughs> Reg YouTube. What do they call it? YouTube, YouTube Red. Red. YouTube Red. I think they've changed that because some idiot at YouTube's finally realised. Or Red Premium or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, yeah. Or Red Rocket, I think yeah. it might be. It's a waste. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to sponsor the show, sure. Great people. We love, we love YouTube. You Jump on board. If you'll give it to us for free, we'll fucking use it. But yeah. <laughs> till then, we think it's shit. Oh, they'll, give you, they'll give you a month free trial on it. They'll give any pleb that. <laughs> Um, if you, you want to see a Stargate revelation, join us on Patreon. Oh, I love it. Jesus. Go to patreon.com and search Get Into Gate. We love all of our listeners, but a special group, including Toasty, who sent us in a, uh, a voicemail tonight. Thank you, Toasty. Yeah. Uh, part of our Patreon group and uh, a couple of little extras that go into this. There's, there's some stories that we come in here and we like to tell each other in front of the microphones. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, we, we can't put up that in a public forum. So, of course, we just chuck it up to Patreon and make you guys listen to it. Mm. Because you love it, apparently. That's where we put all the Gibson Brothers podcasts. That's the only place that is safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, you want, if, if you want to hear my cocaine story, go to Patreon. Yeah. And I'm not even joking. Cocaine Uber driver. That's what Maddie was. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You want more details? Go join Patreon and listen to that podcast. Cool. Pete Absolutely. Evans joined us on uh, Patreon. Thanks, Pete. Isn't that the guy from Peter. My Kitchen Rules? Isn't that a Pete Evans, chef? yeah. The yeah. chef. Oh, yeah. mate, he's just he's peeling like activated almonds. Activated almonds and listening to Get in the Gate. Boom. <laughs> oh, solid. Gee, you think yeah. if you... I mean, sorry, Pete. <laughs> Thanks for you. Yeah, it's not <laughs> not that Pete. It's not that Pete. It's Evans. not him, but Pete Evans could... is a champion. It's I hope much, that's much better, Pete Evans. At high pitch, Matty. 
That's where we can find you on the socials. I'm Mitch underscore Lewis uh, on the socials. Brendan. You can catch me if I'm not on conversion.com. I'm over at uh, the <laughs> Bren Gibson. Tell you what, you put in like two conversion things this week. That, that yeah. website must have melted down. They'll put that on yeah, bloody mate. red premium. Yeah. That's it. God, yeah. <laughs> they had to double their server bank with conversion that. Conversion premium. <laughs> Your shit's worth it. It's worth you it. You can multiply. In yeah, the you premium. can do. You can go into the negatives with Fahrenheit. 32. 30 minus minus 32 Fahrenheit. What minus is that? 32 Celsius. Just stop it. People, people, are, people are getting turned on listening to this. You need to stop yeah, with all that chatter. And yeah. We'll need to pay for this. <laughs> I am at the Flying Gibson. <laughs> All right. And uh, just... farewell to Showtime as well. You guys suck for cancelling Stargate SG1. <laughs> oh. But guess what? We're on sci-fi next week, bitches. Yeah, hey, and it was S-C-I-F-I back then. Yeah, yeah. not Siffy. Not Siffy. Sci-fi. F-Y-I. S-Y-F-I. Why? Because they changed it. They said Sci-Fi Channel was Sci-Fi Channel. They changed their own name. It was... S-C-I-F-I and then they changed it to S-Y-F-Y Why? Because people were pronouncing it Skyfy Yeah Skifi I'm going to watch the Skifi channel Eat some bunions Eat some bunions Is that what you said? Yeah. Eat bunions Bunions Oh bunions I did say bunions <laughs> Earl put your feet up here I'm going to eat some bunions Eat some Twinkies Give me that Twinkies I'm going to watch the Skifi channel <laughs> Watch me some Stargate. <laughs> Star guitar. <laughs> and later on, Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> nah, that wrong UPN. That, oh, don't ruin it. That, <laughs> <laughs> Get into geek.